You know in the Bible, the Bible is a very powerful book, but it's not powerful without the person. Just a textbook. Our faith is based on a person, not on information. You can never sin in the presence of another person. That's why the church sometimes gets to a place where you have to make altar calls every year for new commitments from the same people. Because we've missed the person. I want to speak to us this morning about firstly honoring. You know, if you go through the Bible, you'll find that Ham, Shem, and Jephthah, when, when Ham couldn't honor his daddy, a curse followed him and Cain and his son. So honor is a very, very intimate thing when it comes to God being a covenant-keeping God. You must never forget all the most powerful things that you face in life comes out of a covenant. Not out of membership. It comes out of covenant membership. And this morning I want to honor Prophet Gibbet, his wife Shannon, their children, the leaders in the house for daring to take on the responsibility of something that's accelerating at this point in time at such a rapid pace. You know, right now, like I'm standing here, the church is connected all together in this house and across the nation. There's more than 13 meetings happening at the same time. At the same time. And you have made it possible. Why? Because the acceleration of the return of Christ has one of the signs, beside deception and all of that, God has to bring the world to a place of hopelessness for Christ to be the hope. Oh, it's still going to get worse. Don't worry about it. It's okay. The worse it gets, the better for us. Hallelujah. You know, when it's worse, brother, you have no bargaining power. When God picks you up after hopelessness, you just know, all to Jesus, I surrender. It's nothing more. You got nothing to say, and, and that's the right place to be. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is whenever your calling or your purpose or your work or whatever comes to a place of death, never give up. God can only raise the dead, but He cannot resurrect the living. So what He does with you is He kills you to resurrect you. Oh yes. And after you've been resurrected, who can kill a dead man? Yeah. The church is so full. We're so sober, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, Jesus, it's so wonderful. But this morning, I thank God for the privilege I have to be here with you this morning and that the Lord will continue His work of grace. Say one more time with me, the mandates of the Holy Spirit. You see, church, the most important person today on the planet is the Holy Spirit. Believe me. Takes a bit of time for Jesus to get this through to us. Took him time to say to seven church dispensations that he who has ears, let him hear not what I have to say, but what the Spirit has to say. Do you know how we ignore the Holy Ghost, the only person that can change something right now into something so powerful, so beautiful? But he's the one the Father and the Son sent to finish the work of the Father and the Son on the earth. I know most of us believe the most important work for many of us, sometimes we feel it's the work of the government. No, it's not the work of the government. It's not even your job. The most important work right now 
is the work of the Holy Spirit into government, the work of the Holy Spirit into your business, the work of the Holy Spirit into your marriage, the work of the Holy Spirit into your neighborhood. It's the Holy Ghost. If an angel can say it's not by might nor by power, but by my, if an angel can say that, like Zerubbabel, the man received from an angel, you can understand what it will take for me to ignore the Holy Spirit in my time. Listen. You see, the present age is, is primarily the work of the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, the Father showed up. In the New Testament, the Son showed up. In, the, in, the, in my dispensation, in yours, it's the Holy Spirit. The problem is I trust God that He'll give me grace that I'll be able to leave with the church today. How do I meet the person, the Holy Ghost? And how do I live with Him? How do I reach the age of 67 and still feel good? Hello. Yeah, no, look here. Still, still okay. Because the glory has no age in it. Eternity doesn't have Monday or Tuesday. The Holy Ghost knows how to deal with that stuff. And the price is high, folk. Anything that has quality is going to cost you. It's not like Father Christmas, I come with a bag of gifts and you heal the sick. No, 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 it's going to cost you. So when somebody comes, sometimes people come and say, can't you just lay your hands upon me just to receive the same anointing? I say, then fast and pray 40 days with no food. Start paying the price so that there's less of you and more of Him. I never sing in public spaces for, yeah, I don't even blow a saxophone in a public space. I just do that in my secret place. But I'm a worshiper. I worship God wherever I can. Why? Because God does not have a worshiper. He seeks worship. That means He doesn't have it. God seeks a man to stand in the gap. That means He doesn't have the man. God seeks the lost. That means He doesn't have the lost. There's some stuff God does not have. And those are three things He doesn't have. And all three of them, He's looking for it. He's seeking a worshiper. You got to tell yourself, don't look further than me, God. I am the man. I am the woman. I am that man. That's why when you get into your secret place, you can do whatever you want because nobody's watching you. I'm going to show you some stuff I do in the secret place. Because in the secret place, men are made and boys die. In the secret place, history is created without you even going there. That's why church is boring because there's so little of the Holy Ghost to just do. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And so if you have no freedom in your marriage, you know the Holy Ghost is not there. Hello, I'm just trying to show you what simplicity can make to complexities. Wow, I feel His presence here. There's three things that God cannot do. I told you three things God doesn't have, three things God cannot do. Number one is He cannot open the door of my heart. I open it up. You've got to open the door of your heart. God will not open it for you. The second thing is God has to open the door of prayer. No, He doesn't. I open the door of prayer. If you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. So He doesn't give you goosebumps to pray. He gives you a will to decide to pray. Hello. Imagine I must only... Hey. <laughs> Imagine, Pastor Man. I must... I must have a feeling before I speak to Roger. My wife. I mean, wow. 
It's a sure, sure ingredient for divorce. I don't feel I want to talk to you today. Really? For six months now? What am I saying to you? The first is, I open the door of my heart. I open the door of prayer. And God does not open the door of worship. I open that door. I am the worshiper. He's the one to be worshipped. He doesn't worship me. He fellowships with me. Hello. That's why when you're powerful in the secret place where there's no amens, you don't even feel God is not going to show up. You just know He is in you. He is upon you. And He is with you. Amen. Somebody say Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29. I just want that devil to know that you can also quote the scripture. Amen. you God's children. Amen. Joel 2, 28 and 29. Favorite portion of scripture. Say with me and afterward, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men, like Apostle Goldman, will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions, even on my servants, both men and women. I will pour out my spirit in those days. Say with me, this is those days. Hallelujah. Both men and women, both men and women. Women should never be at a place of calling their husbands to cast out a devil. You must cast that devil out yourself. Because both men and women have the same Holy Ghost. My grandchildren have the same Holy Ghost. It's not a half a Holy Ghost on Annabelle who is an eight years, nine years old. It's the fullness of God upon an eight year old. Josiah was eight years old and God called him a king. Same Holy Ghost comes upon your children in his fullness, not in his quarterness. Wow, because we sometimes think the smaller we are, the less of God is in us. No, the fullness of God bodily dwells in Christ. That is why the problem we sometimes face is we're so full of ourselves, there's no place for God. But when you're full of God, there's no place for other stuff. You enjoy life. I'm not a social misfit because I love Jesus. I hang out with sinners and publicans like Jesus did, but I don't sin. Am I arrogant? No, I have somebody with me that I can't sin in His presence. 20,000 miles away from my wife. He's with me. He's not just with me, He's in me. How do I kiss a woman outside of my marriage in the presence of the Holy Ghost? You see, it's not a revelation, it's information. Oh yes. Imagine, you see, my wife was with me. I like another woman. My wife was with me. I said, Dabby, just hang on, I just want to give her a French kiss. Think you're going to do that stuff? You know why? Her presence protects you. Her presence controls you. Her presence makes you live upright. The presence of the Holy Ghost is much more powerful than Roji, my children, or anybody that I have given my life to. I did not give my life to Roji. I gave my life to Jesus. And then Jesus gave me the Holy Ghost. And I received the Holy Ghost to live in me. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. So are you. How can you have unforgiveness in you in the presence of the Holy Spirit? 
Why? He is not a revelation. He is just an activity. I'm going to take you there in a moment. I can feel I'm, I'm losing myself here, but hallelujah. Acts chapter 2 prophesies and says the same thing that Joel says. Don't go there. I will pour up my spirit upon all people. I like that part. I move into places and I'm thinking, doesn't matter if it's Muslim, Hindu. As long as you're a human being, the Holy Ghost can come on you. All flesh. It's we who limit God. I am limited, but He's not. He's the unlimited God. I am limited. I have to get on a plane to get somewhere. I got to walk to get somewhere. He just gets there. He just appears there. And yet he's so patient and humble. He's prepared to stay nine hours inside of me while I go to my destination. He doesn't say to you, okay, Nevs, you get on the flight, I get you there in Pretoria. I said, now I'm going to sit with you in the, in the plane as well. I am the beginning and I'm the end. I'm the first and I'm the last. That means I got to be with you like Jesus did. So listen, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons. Why would you say your sons? Who do you say to when you look at a human being in front of you and you say your sons? That means we're talking to fathers about their children. The prophetic hour in which we are right now is that when you're a father, your children are going to rise up even to tell you how you should live your life because this Holy Ghost is going to come upon your sons and your daughters. And when they rise up, they're going to say, this is what the Lord says. They will prophesy the Word of God. That's why for us as older men, one of the things that's important for us to understand, we dream dreams. That means we sleep a lot. <laughs> Old people sleep a lot. And they sleep short at night. They wake up early in the morning. I'm one of them. I enjoy it. Wow, I really enjoy it. My bed and I for more than, yeah, 67 years hasn't had an argument yet. <laughs> really, we have a good relationship. In fact, I asked God because of the ministry and all this busyness, etc. I said to him, God, give me the grace that wherever I sit, I can sleep. And man, he did. I walk into an airport and I'm thinking, I've got two hours here. I just go find a seat, put my headphones in. And the guy still knocks me here next to me and say, you're snoring. I say, that's normal for sleeping. It's okay. when you move with the Spirit of God, you'll enjoy the only thing money cannot buy called life. Oh, yes. So when you look at it, <laughs> your old men will dream dreams. What does the old men do? They take their dreams and they make it a vision to another generation. That's why David tells Solomon, build the temple, but it's not something new. It's just finishing what the old man couldn't do. So David, you're going to finish no, Solomon is going to finish this. We are living in a season now that the energy of our young people is going to shake the world. It's going to move things. This young adult generation is hungry for encounters with God and not just for a lot of information from God. They want to have an encounter with God because the more we have encounters with the Holy Ghost, the better. Are you still there with me, saints? 
If you go to John chapter 15, I just want to bring out two things in the mandate of the Holy Spirit. And then I want to trust God to see how the Holy Spirit will lead with you. In John chapter 15 and verse 26, listen what the Bible says. Tell somebody, don't speak to me now. Joel was good, but this is Jesus. This is Jesus. Now look at Jesus tell his disciples. He look at them and says, when the comforter is come, or in some versions say, when the helper is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father. Get that last part. He shall testify of me. So when you find myself coming here and I keep talking about everything I'm doing and who I am and all of that, man, you must start asking, where is the Holy Ghost? Because the Spirit of God in my life testifies about Jesus. That's His mandate. Jesus, before He left, and we are now in that calendar of the church, before Jesus left, just like any, any, any person on the planet, there's a succession plan. Jesus says, listen guys, I have to leave you so that I can send you someone like me. But my season to Calvary is, it is finished. What did you finish, Jesus? I finished the church, Neville. Nobody can add anything new to the body of Christ that Jesus has already told us to do. He finished the church at Calvary. The church was birthed on his side from bleeding side with blood and water. The church was born at Calvary. So what is Pentecost all about? It's about my kingdom coming. If I, by the Spirit of God, cast out devils, the kingdom will come near to you. So now that we're entering the kingdom, we can take the media field and occupy it and possess it. Because the kingdom of this world will become the kingdom of our God and His Christ. So when you look at it, no more is there gonna be days that you get frustrated because somebody didn't ask you to preach, bro. Where you are is your pulpit. And preach so much where you are that they will miss you if they fire you. Because you brought so much wealth into your company that they must take months to decide before they can get rid of you. Because you carry an anointing that breaks the chains of poverty, bankruptcy, insolvency. You are carrier as the salt of the earth and the light of the world. The only reason the devil cannot do what he wants to do is because you are still here. Ah yes. You see, there is no plan B. You are plan A. There is no plan B, brother. Nobody's going to reach your children but you. Oh yes, you're going to be the father who's going to walk down the same aisle with that lovely daughter of yours. You give it to another oaks son. <laughs> and guess what? That's your responsibility. But when you have the anointing of the Holy Ghost, listen, He will testify of me. That word testify there is a Greek word called Matureo, meaning we have our English word called martyr come from Matureo, which Jesus is saying, Peter, James, John, when the Holy Ghost comes, He's willing to lay down His will for my will. He's prepared to be a martyr laying down His will. 
what he wants to do in order to testify about me. There's a lot of things the Holy Ghost can say. He can say, I've got nine gifts. He can brag about the fact is, I have the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge. But let me tell you, there is no gift like the gift of Jesus. And I have all of these gifts with me to what? Testify about Jesus. And I'm prepared to lay down my will. That's the same Greek word uh, Dr. Luke writes in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 when he says, You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you will be my witnesses. The word witness there in the Greek is matureo, meaning I'm prepared to lay down my life for the message of the King. It's a bit different, isn't it? That's why nothing is going to stop this church. Right now in China, 75 million of my brothers and sisters have left the underground church and came out on the top because there's not 75 million that can be locked up at the same time. Why? We are prepared to lay down our lives for the message of the Christ. We are not a generation that seeks the popularity of platforms. We're a generation that want to possess cities, change nations, change countries. If there are eight, seven, eight billion people in the earth and there's only one and a half billion Christians, do you think we're winning? When there are still people in the world that haven't heard about Jesus once. And so what does the devil do? He keeps us busy with the self-centered agenda. But when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, Neville, you've got to die. You've got to die to yourself. You've got to die to your will so that the will of God can be manifested. So that the will of the Father can be seen. And God is about to raise us up. Nobody's going to stop the church of Jesus the Christ. Hallelujah. And you think I'm, I'm animated. You're right. Jesus was so animated for me. He didn't think it was a mess up to have his body hang like that less than an animal on a public space to show me how much he loves me. The prophetic word is very clear. We couldn't look at the body because it looked worse than an animal on that cross. You didn't know if it's a human being or an animal. That's what your sin and my sin did for a sinless Messiah. Why should he beg me? Go to, uh, go to the last one. In John chapter 16 verse 13, say with me, the Holy Spirit will testify about Jesus. John 16, Jesus speaks in verse 13 and 14. He says, however, when he, the Spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. Hmm. Can you see why people don't like the prophetic ministry? The Holy Ghost has found somebody like, like Elijah and them that's in the secret place of the king. <laughs> and they come, Elijah, that, that grace is in the earth. We will know stuff before it happens because the fact is we are getting closer to the Holy Ghost. Oh yes. They laughed at Dr. Samuel Doctorian. Before Samuel went on to be with the Lord, Samuel preached in more than 91 countries. He became a Christian, Armenian Jew. On the Via Dolorosa, the road up in that same area, he grew up in that area. Spent some time with Doc in the 80s, 
and we would be out in Jerusalem and we'd be busy ministering and using tourism and a number of things. And I'll never forget, the Holy Spirit took Doc and took him to the Isle of Patmos where he spent like five weeks. And then the Holy Spirit opened up to him what's going to happen with 911 and all this stuff. And they didn't believe him. But you know what it is? The absence of the Holy Ghost in the church makes a religious church. That's why we shouldn't be shocked when people get healed. We should be shocked when they don't get healed. Oh yes, because that's normal for God. But because of the absence of the Holy Ghost in my marriage, hey, I looked at my wife and I said to her, Lovey, do you think we st you're still okay? I spent a whole year with my wife with a, with a knee replacement. But you know, we went with faith and works because we got strategies. I mean, imagine Jesus says to you at the pool of Siloam, go wash your face in the pool. You want to be super spiritual with Jesus. I don't have to go to the pool. You can do it right here. I can have my side. You're going to stay blind because the covenant is based on faith and obedience. Hello. <laughs> imagine. Go wash your face, man. Look here. I'm going to show you something in a moment. Go to Acts chapter 10, rather, verse 38. And then don't let anybody tell you. Son, you know, I know how many people must have prayed for you in the wheelchair, right? But I tell you, son, what the devil hates about you is your mouth. Keep talking, bro. God said, God said, God said, God said, and he changed, 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 changed. God said, and God said, and God said. Why? Listen. I'll say with me how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with, I'll just hold it right there, get the order right. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. It's first the person, then the power. It's not the power and then the person. It's first the person then the power. The problem is we get excited about a number of things but not so excited about the person. It's first the person, then the power. Uh, little, there was so little amens now, man. Let me rather just enjoy myself. I'm a footballer. I think, give me something round rather. Uh, give me, it's wrong. Let me rather just play a little bit. Uh, guys, I don't want to say amen or anything, man. somebody's going to say, I don't know what happened this morning at church. They brought the soccer, basketball play. What is wrong with these people? My grandfather would have said from a Jewish point of view, are you okay that this happens in a synagogue? <laughs> Tell me something. 
Did that ball move on its own like that? What happened? How did the ball move? Hello? Somebody said people. There's power when the ball came around, isn't it? But you know there's no power unless the person first. Are you with me? It's first the person, then the power. The problem is, son, hey, I don't know why the Holy Ghost has got me with you now. Let me tell you, son, you get up out of the chair, the Lord lifts you up, we're excited about you, but we ignore the person. The deaf ears open up, the blind eyes see, and then we leave the church because we ignore the person who did it. The day Holy Ghost revival hits the church is when the Holy Ghost is given His rightful place to say, all of this in my marriage didn't happen because I am powerful. It happened because He is the power of God. It's the Spirit of the living God. He's a person and He is real. These things cannot happen without the Holy Ghost. Can you just give Jesus a shout of praise right there? Right there, right, right, right there. Hallelujah. That's why as I wrap this up, how do you get close to Him? You need to firstly understand faith pleases God. Mm -hmm. And faith is always connected to a person's ability. Why do you think you have the worship team up here and we sitting there? Because they carry a certain ability. So not because I don't have the ability, I criticize them, I celebrate them. Why? Because of the next statement. But the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes upon you because you have an assignment. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and He has anointed me to preach the good news, to set the captive. There's an assignment. So sometimes we look for an assignment that makes us only prophets and apostles. But what about the assignment that you're the MD of your company? What about the assignment that you're the executive manager of certain things? Why can't the Holy Ghost come upon you in the educational environment and change it? Why can't the Holy Ghost come upon you as a coach, as a fathering coach of mentoring people and the anointing is upon you? You know why? We've taken 11 tribes of Israel and put it in a pulpit where there's only one tribe that should be in the house of God and it's the Levitical priesthood. It's the priesthood that God chose, but the other 11 should be in the marketplace. We should change agriculture. We should change the drought situations. We should change the electrical situations because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. How can we say He knows all things? Yet we don't ask Him. How do I get close to Him? How do I get Him to tell me? No, separate me. The Holy Ghost said, Acts chapter 13. The Holy Ghost said, He speaks. Paul writes in the book of the Thessalonians to the Thessalonica church. And he says, don't quench the Holy Spirit. In other words, don't put Him out. Then he writes to the Ephesians church and he says, don't grieve the Holy Ghost. You know what the Greek for grieve means? It means to bodily assault Him. You know what it feels like? So, so what's your name? Yes. Huh? It raakte ernstig now. 
Kom nader naar mij toe. Wat is jouw naam? Christy. Say. You see the Holy Ghost takes me from there and tells me the anointed one is sitting here. Amen. You see? Because there's a person. Christ means anointed one. There's so many of you here. Why didn't you choose just anybody? You know? It blows my mind because I discovered it too when I call you. Because <laughs> you could have said, Jan. <laughs> and then what do I do? Imagine I come to you and say, no, it's not my name, bro. And I think you got it wrong here, bro. <laughs> Me, I'm, I'm not that big to say, I'm telling you your name will be Crystal. No, I just say, no, bro, and I got it wrong. God bless you. Yes, I'm, I'm learning. I'm getting there. Don't worry. And then you sit there with that hypertension and hyperjudgmentalism. You see, what a cancer. Brother, we're getting better and we're going to get good at what God wants. Why? We prepare to step into the place of obedience. Now listen. <laughs> the anointing of God's method is to empower you to finish your assignment. Now I come from the Holy Ghost. I come up till here. The Lord says to me, ask him his name. What has that got to do with the message, brother? Absolutely like, what? Everything. Why? What is he doing? He's trying to tell you. Don't see Neville. There is a person here called me. There's somebody bigger than Neville here. It's me. I'm here to glorify Jesus. Guess what your name is? Christo. Not even Andrew or Bartholomew or James or Peter because the Holy Ghost is going to glorify Christ. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why when I come tonight, I want to trust God for this. Take this. I can't teach you how to get close to Him. You got to have a will to get close. Look at Jesus. This is how you get close, brother. You get into the secret place. You close the door behind you. You can't sing. You think you don't have a voice. Buddy, there's nobody else there but you. Croak if you have to croak. Do whatever it takes to make you feel God is here. I've listened to some guys in a room next to me. <laughs> Even God must be saying, don't worry, it's okay. By the time it gets to me, it will be perfect. <laughs> I said, no, no, brother. When it comes to intimacy, I pray with a lot of men. I pray with a lot of people in different places. But when it comes to intimacy, I don't have a crowd in my room. It's just me and Jesus. When I came to Christ, they closed the church in which I had fellowship. Men walked in and closed the church. And I thought, my goodness, where do I go on Sunday? They said, no, there's no more church here. And I thought, I come out of Satanism, bro. I don't know what believer means. I know what worshiper means. And I'm asking, where do I worship Jesus on Sunday if you close the church? So go find a place, the guy told me. And I'll never forget. I thought, no, I need to get the keys of the building. I got the keys through much blood, sweat, and tears. They locked me up three times before I got the keys. They thought I was a hindrance in the neighborhood there where I was. Eventually got the keys. So I go home, I tell my mother, I need to take the little bit of money we earn. I want to pay it for that rent for that building. I said, Mom, I don't even know how much it costs, but I need to worship on Sunday morning. She says, what is this? You must pay rent for a church. So I said to her, Mom, you don't understand. Man. I, I, 
but she wasn't yet saved at the time. And you know what? I got the keys from the owner. Nobody, nobody, I told nobody I'm opening up the building. And I went in alone, got my own matzah and the juice. And I got down, and this is how I learned to get close to the only person that can show me who Jesus is. The Holy Spirit. I didn't have to wait for Benny Hinn or Catherine Coleman. And I salute them. It takes an effort of your will to die to yourself to have Him. Why? He is Holy Spirit, not just Spirit. So I walk into the place, they took the chairs out, they took everything, there's nothing left on that Sunday morning. And I walked in, brother, and I put the matzah because I didn't know how to do church or anything. I put myself down on the carpet, that was the only thing that was left in the building. I put the matzah down there and the juice there. And I said to him, Jesus, I hope nobody comes. I just wanted to be you and me. I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. I worship you, O Prince of Peace. This is what I long to do. I give you praise for you are my righteousness, my righteousness. I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. Oh, let me tell you something when the door is shut and you're about to glorify Jesus you don't feel like praying you don't feel like getting up you don't feel like moving into that space but you've made up your mind I'm stepping into that space and the moment you touch the lamb the Holy Ghost comes into my room and he says to me I'll teach you how to do church I don't know about church I just know you got to get there somehow, man. I didn't wait for people to pick me up. Today, you can't even get people to church if they can't even get out of Escom. Hello? But I'm glad you're here. Come on, give yourselves a hand of praise. You know why? I'll teach you how to do church. I'll teach you why the helper how do you need a helper when you can do it alone? You can't. You need somebody like the Holy Ghost to help you to preach, help you to sing, help you to even cook, man. You need the Holy Spirit. He's a person. So every day, how did I operate like that after that? It looks stupid some days. I would stand at a place, don't know the woman's name. And I would stand there and I would say to him, Holy Spirit, what's her name? Can I, can I reach her? And he says to me like, this is thoughts. Did you have a track on the day of Pentecost or did I bring 3,000 people to the building? What did I do on the day of Pentecost? I brought 3,000. 
You're going to see this church explode. You're not even going to know the people anymore that's coming. They're just going to come from the north, the south, the east, and the west. You're going to have many meetings. There'll be no place. Why? The Holy Ghost is going to come upon each one of us here. And 3,000 is going to bring 5,000. And 5,000 is going to bring 8,000. And 8,000 is going to have multitudes that cannot be counted. But when I took the keys, he opened up our first private school in 70% unemployment. Oh, yes. Many have graduated from that school. 70% unemployment, he takes me there. And then he raises up these boys and girls. And guess what? I am not an educated, degreed educator. I just know that Jesus is the Messiah and he's a carpenter. So I do a lot of mechanical work because of who he is. What is God not wanting to do with you? Where do you start? Repent if you've ignored him. You're with me? That's first thing. If I want to have a relationship with this father sitting here, and I kept on walking past him without acknowledging him, the first place I must start is, please forgive me for not taking notice when I should have taken note of you. The Holy Ghost leaves churches, bro. Oh, it's painful when I say this. You know how many churches the Holy Ghost leaves and everybody got excited with the healing and ignored him? Instead of getting up and saying, now help us to worship Jesus. Let us help you with your mandate. You helped us with ours. You healed my mom. My mom had a tennis ball growth year, as big as my hand is here. And as a son, the Spirit of God wakes me up in the morning. I'm just testifying, if you don't mind. The Holy Spirit wakes me up in the morning. He says, your mom is having excruciating pain. And I said, Jesus, I can't heal anybody. And he said, no, but I didn't ask you to be the healer. I asked you just to be the carrier. You don't have to take responsibility for somebody who didn't get healed. You're not the healer. So I walk into my mother's room and I look at her and I say, Mom, I don't know how to say this to you. Can you meet me rather in the dining room? She says, Neville, do you know it's two o'clock in the morning? Are you okay, boy? I said, no, I'm okay. She gets into the dining room and I say to her, there's something you're suffering from. Don't show me, don't say anything, Mom. I just, I, I just know it's there. And she looked at me. She says, yeah. I said, Jesus, you said you must, we must go and to those who believe these signs shall follow them. In my name, they will cast out devils. They will lay their hands upon the sick and they shall recover. I believe it, I said, and the Holy Ghost. He removes the growth on my mom. I don't know it. I haven't seen it. It's only when I went into my room, I said, good night, mom, and I went to sleep. I heard a scream in the bathroom uncontrollably she screamed and she screamed and she screamed I jumped up I nearly smashed the bathroom door and I was thinking about the privacy of my mom being in the bathroom and I said mom are you okay she says Neville who are you now what has become of you there's nothing on my leg and there's no pain what happened to you 
That's how I started. Because when the Holy Ghost brings evidence, nobody can debate it. Nobody can argue about if Jesus is the Messiah. Is He this? Is He that? No. The evidence says the presence is powerful. The evidence says the presence is alive forevermore. The presence is revealed by the evidence. That is the difference this morning by the grace of God. So I want you right where you are. I want you to stand to your feet. I can tell you many things the Spirit of God can do, but I want you to have your own experience. And then I'm going to give you this one warning signal. When He uses you, stay in your lane. Don't be somebody else. Just stay. You know, for me to weep like this, hey, brethren, let me tell you something. When you're as hard as a rock and you're worried about people, it's the first thing He's going to kill in you. Gonna give you a heart of flesh so you can feel for other people. You know the the hey, I feel something here, man. Shannon in this church, the father of this church keeps keep it steady. You know, I feel the Holy Ghost saying something. Love God, love people, love God, love people. Moses, my people, Joshua, my people, Jesus, the world. What am I saying? You take this power today, go and set your family free. Go set your husband free. Go set your wife free. Go set your children free. Go and set the principal of the school free. Go and change it. Love God and love people. And number two, die to your will. And you will see when you do His will, He meets your will. Doesn't remove things from you. I want you right where you are. Just right where you are. I want to take the first part into an area of repentance. If I've ignored you, Spirit of the living God, I ask that you forgive me. Can we just pray in the Holy Ghost right where you are? Let's just pray. Holy Spirit, come on everybody, say it with me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, I repent today if I have ignored you. Please forgive me. Please help me to celebrate your presence so that Jesus can be glorified. So that Jesus will be the center of everything I do. And now, Lord, I receive the Holy Spirit. Come on. I receive the Holy Spirit. I receive the Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, take me, mold me, make me. And I say like David would say, take not your spirit from me. Take not your spirit. There's some of you that needs a fiery touch of God. You need to rise again. You need to get your fire back again. Let your fire fall, Master. 
Let your fire burn again. In the mighty name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Dream again. Live again. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive Him as a person this morning. Receive Him into your home. Receive Him into your calling. Receive Him into your employment. Receive Him as a person. Receive Him. While everybody is standing I want those men and women right where you are. You say to me this morning, Fossil Nevs, please, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and Savior, man. Let me tell you something. You can't have the Holy Ghost without the blood. Hear me. It's the blood first and then the Holy Ghost. If God's message without the blood was all we needed, Jesus would have to ask God the Father for another 20 years to live on the earth so that He can go preach this message in Iraq, Syria, go to the West Bank, go into North America, South America. He would have to ask for another 20 years if the message without the blood could do it. But no, He didn't ask for 20 years. He went to Calvary's cross shed his blood because the blood can clean up Syria the blood can clean up Pakistan the blood can clean up China the blood can clean up Pretoria North the blood can clean up Africa the blood can clean up North America South America the blood of Jesus can bring the power of the Holy Ghost and that's why where you are you just need an encounter with Calvary before Pentecost's power, right where you are. If you say to me, Pastor, this morning I need Jesus to come into my life. I don't even want you to think about it. I just want you right where you are. Quickly, just raise your hand. I want to pray that the blessing of God, God bless you. Just put up your hand so I can see it. Just where you are. Don't worry about anybody. They can't shift you. They can't change you. But Jesus can start you on a journey that will be bigger than any journey you've ever been on. No matter what the cost, He will make the difference. That's right. If you raise your hand, I want you to leave your seat like I'm walking away from my yesterday and I'm gonna step into my destiny. And you come because I'm leaving yesterday to step into my destiny. And then I'm gonna pray that the Holy Ghost's fire will come mightily upon you. If you lifted your hand, come quickly. Just come, just leave your place. Just come. It's not by mind, it's not by power. I'll show you something. Just keep coming. Don't worry about anybody. Today, Lord, today, that devil will know that the church will rise up in power. The church will rise up in might. The church will rise up in the glory of God. The glory of the Lord is in every home. Every home. We give you the glory. We give you all the honor. Blessed Jesus, blessed Lamb of God, nobody like you. Still some coming. I want to show you how powerful this is. Let me show you something. 
Son, do you know Jesus saves? Amen. You know what the Holy Ghost does? Bring your friend here with you. Come, come up here. No, come around. Go find it. Find find a place. Come on. Is there space there to come up? Show you something. Watch this, all of you. This is not Michael and Gabriel coming to try and sort you out. This is God Himself. No, no, when Adam fell, it's God who came in the cool of the day. You know what cool of the day stands for in Hebrew? It's not like our English language, man. You look cool, bro, man. No, no, cool of the day. The Hebrew for cool is ruach, the breath of God. The breath of God. So when the Bible says the voice of God, that's the Messiah. God walking, that's God the Father. The Ruach is the Holy Ghost. Comes in. So when you fall, the fullness of the Godhead looks for you. Doesn't send angels. Where are you? All right, you are here. I like your top, Samson. <laughs> Get the pillars to come down. No, no. <laughs> now watch this. You stand over there, right? Now, you coming. This is Jesus. I'm getting saved. Show you what happens. Right here in this meeting, Jesus is here, the Holy Ghost is here, and the Father is being glorified. Right now, right now, I just want to show you. This is the evidence of the unseen. Right, watch this. I am going to find Christ. I'm not saved. Let's say you represent Jesus, right? I can't, what's your name, son? My name is Kai. Like Sky, Kai, what? Kai. Oh, Kai, okay. Now, Kai, if you were Jesus, right, and I find you, you know what the Holy Ghost did in this meeting? He took me to see you. Zechariah chapter 12 says, Lord, that the spirit of grace and supplication will turn their eyes to look on the one who is pierced. So the Holy Ghost don't save. The Holy Ghost introduces you to the Savior. So He comes, He brings me to Jesus. And then I say, Lord, thank you for loving me. Thank you that you've forgiven me. Thank you that you love me. And you know what Jesus does? Now I'm excited. I just want to be with you, Jesus. I just want to hang out with you. Just tell me when is the next service. I'm there, Jesus. Just tell me where you go. I'm going there. Then Jesus comes and says, uh, Neville, now watch this. Now Jesus says to Neville, Neville, it's great. Hang out with me. But I got a better plan now. I want you to meet the Holy Ghost. And He brings me in the direction of the Spirit of God. And then He says to me, Wait, wait in Jerusalem until you're clothed with power from on high. Don't leave Jerusalem without the Holy Ghost, Neville. Now I'm with my brothers and sisters. We're up in the upper room praying. Ten days, we're not praying for souls. We're praying for the person, the presence. And it doesn't matter how, how young are you? I'm 19. Did you make this up? That you said, okay, if he says 19, I will say 20. Huh? <laughs> Let me go back here. 19 plus 20 is how much? Huh? 13, 39. You got it. 3 plus 9 is how much? Huh? I am, yeah. It's 12. <laughs> 
What am I doing? I want you to understand that the Holy Ghost is telling that apostolic order has entered the house. Why? Because in the order of God is your blessing. Are you with me? Are you all ready? Now guess what? When you're back in that queue, you tell yourself like this. I was 20 years old. That's why I'm coming back to you. 20 years old when I accepted Jesus. You know what I said to the Lord? I went like this into my room. I don't know who Peter is. I don't know who John is. I don't know who Paul is. I don't know Matthew. But if you change Matthew and you change Peter, James and John, I want to meet the one who changed them. I am here, Lord. I cannot live in their anointing. I cannot live in their shadow. I want to live in what you called me to be. Then you start off, what? In your secret place. Close the door. Now you can put your headphones on for good reasons. You with me? Now you just hang out and cool out. I love you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Before you know, bro, the love grows. And the blood flows where the love grows. Amen. Go back into your queue. Can we give them a hand of praise? Take Kai with you. Father, we come. Everybody raise your hands to the Lord right here, right now. Just lift up your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God, everyone who's come out today to find you, to live again and to dream again, I thank you for the blood of the Lamb. Now everybody pray this with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for forgiving me, to cleanse me from all my sin through the precious blood of Jesus. I acknowledge today that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. I now declare because of Jesus, I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. Now give God a shout of praise. Give Him the glory. Give Him all the honor. Give Him all the praise. You are here, Lord. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name. Father, from this end, all I'm going to do is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand over to Pastor Stefan in a moment. For the rest of us, when this happens, celebrate Jesus. Whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Amen. Thus makes heaven a reality, but you are still here on the earth. I'm going to pray for God that the Holy Ghost will come upon all of you. Are you with me? That whether you know how to do stuff or not how to do it, He's going to help you, man. Just put it on the table with Him. He helped me find a, a, a well where there was no water. He helped me find it. So people are drinking fresh water right now. Are you ready for this? Say with me, I receive the Holy Ghost. Where is Stephen? You can come up so long. I'm going to just go down like that because I want to trust God for everybody. Amen. I want you to be a history maker, man. Change stuff even if it doesn't look. And I'm going to say it with all the love in my heart. Great things are born in a stable. Don't despise the stable. Amen. Give Jesus some praise, everybody. Everybody in the church, just pray in the Holy Ghost. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, these men and women standing here today was born for a purpose. They have a destiny. I declare right now that signs, wonders and miracles of God, oh God, supernatural impossibilities will become possible through them. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Spirit of the living God. Receive Him. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive His power, Son. Receive the Spirit of God, the blessing of God. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Spirit of God. Now receive the Holy Ghost. Receive Him. Receive the power. Receive the power of God. Now the fire of God come upon your lives. In the name of Jesus, fire of God, fire, the fire of God, come upon you, son. This fire burn within you. Burn the life of God. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive His fire. Receive His fire. Now, son, now receive the fire of God. Receive the fire of Jesus. Holy Ghost fire of God. Burn within them. Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Oh, come here. What's His name? What does Hallelujah mean? Come on, Father, I want to thank you right now. How old is it? Father, I declare right now that the fullness of the Godhead is in this line of people right here. The completion of the work of grace. Embrace them this morning with the power of your spirit. No sickness and disease will come upon him. No unclean thing will touch him. God bless you. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive his power. Receive this anointing. Go and do the things you couldn't do. Receive from the Lord. Breakthroughs of God in all that he has. The breakthroughs of God. We give you the glory, Master. We give you all the honor today. Receive the Holy Ghost and his power. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Today, Lord, today, do a quick work. Do a quick work, Master. Do a quick work. Accelerate the fire of God upon their lives. In the name of Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Amen. Now listen. Right now. Son, what's your name? What's your name? Yeah, you're, the two of you, yeah. What's yours? Lisle. Kevin, Lishle. The L in his name and the K and the N in your name. Let me tell you what it means. It means from today, God is going to shift things that was out of order. He's going to put it back in order. And when he does that, you're going to have a kingdom mind. In other words, it's not going to matter who comes to you. You're going to be like a door. The door is the most unselfish part of my house. It receives everybody, receives anybody. No devil is going to stop us from moving from where we are to the next. How old are you? You're 14. That's the Messianic kingdom number. The N is in his number at the end. The Nun is the number 14 of the Hebrew alphabet, which simply means God is about to release the power to catch fish. The symbol for the Nun is fish. That's why Moses is known as the big fish. You can't kill a fish in the Nile. You're only putting him in the right environment to live. Amen. So God is going to bring all of you here and place you in the right environment where you can succeed. Are you with me? He's going to change the environment. 
instead of leaving the environment, he's going to change the environment so you will succeed in your environment. Some of you are not even going to get a job. You're going to be the job. Ah, yeah. Oh, yes. You know why? Because they taught us, look for a job. They didn't tell us like Jesus, follow me and I will make you. No, Jesus, don't make me pass. Jesus makes me. So why can't God take you right where you are and shift? I'm not trying to be hypothetical, brother. I don't believe in flattery. It's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. But you know what? The power of God is going to come upon you to rise again. The environment will change. Now, can you give Jesus a hand of praise? God bless you. God bless you from my end to your end. The love of God. And remember this. Look at me, son. Say this with me. When they ask you, say it. When they ask you, everybody together, find somebody, just say it to them. Say it with me. Say it with me. When they ask you, when they ask you, why you are so blessed? Why you so blessed? Lift your finger heavenward. Lift your finger heavenward. And say, now with some passion, nobody. 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 But God. But God. Nobody. Nobody. But God. God bless you. Enjoy that dead chicken this afternoon. Amen. The Lord bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah.